Hello and welcome to MGP episode 302. I'm Sheepdog and with me is Pab. Say hello, Pab. Hello. Now, hello. I explained last week that um, Kevin and Anna were having some some new difficulties in their personal life and they weren't able to do the show. Uh, I'm sure most of you are aware from, from uh, social media and Kev's channel and everything that sadly uh, Anna, Anna's mum passed away in the week. Um, so they're not going to be on the podcast for at least another week or so. Um, it's with me and Pab next week. But um, if you want to reach out to Anna or Kev at all, uh, do so via Kev's channel on the video that you put up. Um, they've asked not to be tweeted just because getting a constant tweet saying I'm really sorry is a bit too constant and reminding they'd like to just pull it all in one place so Anna doesn't have that constant sort of chirp in her phone reminding her um you know they're, they're handling it it's all being done and and we sort of spoke to him in a week and said we'll just crack on and, and do this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh yeah <laughs> welcome to that that rather you know downbeat I don't really know how we we try and drag the show back up from there Pab, but um I think I can start with a, a quick one of we we spoke too soon last week um some oh, yeah. might say we were overconfident. Um, I I was excited to announce that I'd bought back the rights to MatureGamerPodcast.com. Oh. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I, I then wrote to my hosting company a couple of days later saying, why is it not working yet? Why why can't I tie these together? Why Why is it that when I type in MatureGamerPodcast.com, it all goes to some sort of Chinese spam website and... They kept coming back to me with nonsense excuses. They told me that I hadn't bought the web domain. I tried to transfer it and I needed to log into my, my Chinese domain and transfer the site across. And I'm saying to them, no, I've brought the, the, the domain from you. And apparently what happened was when I clicked to buy it, a company called I think it's pronounced Zenet, X-I-N-N-E-T. Yeah. yeah also yeah, yeah. applied to buy it. And um, I'm guessing that their system acted quicker than my system did because I'm guessing that there's like a centralized place where you buy it. And I'm guessing that when I go on the site and buy it, they probably go off and order them in, in bulk or whatever at a certain time of night, whereas this other company went and did it whenever they did it. And so they bought it maybe an hour before we did or whatever. It doesn't exactly say when. It just says on the same day they bought it. And considering it was available at, what, 9 o'clock at night when I bought it, God knows what happened. But I verified this with the hosting company. I said, yeah, that's completely possible. Um, they apologized for lying because they, they told me about three different reasons why I hadn't bought it the first time. Right. Like, oh, you were asked, did you own this when you bought it? I said, no, I wasn't. There was no, it was just to type it in and buy it. I didn't, I didn't get asked anything. So they agreed to sort of send me my money back, which I thought was really bizarre. They weren't going to refund me. They were just going to say, well, sucks yeah. to be you. Um, I've emailed Znet to ask whether we can have the domain back but um, they've not responded. Part of me wonders whether they can speak English because I went on their help chat thing and um, I, I typed in there on, uh, uh, yeah. can, can yeah. you talk to me in English at all? And then they replied in Chinese and I copied and pasted it into a translator and it said something like, I can't help you here. Email our support email address. Yeah. Um, and then I asked for a support email address and they replied, I can't help you. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, so um, I basically gave up and emailed yeah. their email address. But then, annoyingly, when you search for them online, 
there's just loads of people complaining about them being the most unreputable or disreputable, whatever the word is, Multiple web host person. in the world. Literally, apparently, the word. Like, I'm not trying to slander them. This is this is stuff I've read online. They've been voted one of the worst hosts universally, and I don't anticipate us getting that back off them. Um, I've tried to explain in my email that it's literally worthless to anybody who doesn't own a podcast called mature gamer podcast <laughs> and there are no other ones um because that's us so i said you know if i can get it sorted fine if i can't meh. if anyone listening speaks chinese and thinks they could have a better crack at getting in touch with zenet it's xi.net.com um it all feels like a bit too much effort at this rate. Yeah, I mean, uh, let, let's let's face it. Like, let's just let's just if if nothing comes of it, we, we're going to buy another one. Yeah. Uh, now is that more hard work than 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 I think it is? <laughs> it's not. No, it's not at all. Uh, I'm a bit miffed that MGP isn't easy to buy. Um, is it not? Well, I thought it'd be like Motor GP, but it isn't. It just goes to you need to update your flash. Um, oh. It, I don't know, actually. Okay. Now I'm typing it in again. MGP.com seems to be potentially available. I might have to, might have to register this. We'll look, we'll look at this later on, then. <laughs> um, that'd be hilarious if we ended up owning a three-letter three domain. That is, yeah, that, that, I mean, I imagine, Sheepdog, they're going to say, yeah, you can have it for three, three, three to five grand. Ah, it's taken, apparently. Never is mind. It? We don't really need a domain that much. I just wanted that one back because it was where I could send all the emails from and maintain a bit of continuity. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just nice to have a, a, an email address. and I was more excited, yeah. When I thought we had it, I was excited because I thought it was a ch- just a chance to play around with it. I also started moving my, my blog website across to my hosting, but... I realised as I was doing it that I've got nothing to do with that. It's just I'm I'm basically wasting time and effort on it. But meh, I don't know. It's all fun. I'd rather own it than not, I suppose. But uh, yeah, no, I was very really yeah. disappointed to lose that because I thought I'd sorted right. it, but now I feel like a bit of a plonker. Uh, there was there was some hope there. Yeah, last week, sheepdog. There was some hope there. So I mean, who knows? It might come up again soon. If not, like I say, we might look at another one. We'll we'll see. It's not the website thing isn't dead in the water. Let's put it that way. We're we're still we're back on the market sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know whether we just go for mgukpodcast.com. dot com. Um, well, I'm sure we can find something. I should stop um, shouting them out because I imagine yeah, cause people just because I mean it's I probably mean, Xander in it who listens to the podcast. He went yeah and he bought it and he's probably buying all the other ones I mentioned and it will turn yeah out exactly exactly. Um, I'll stop there. So, uh, <laughs> what have you been playing this week? I have been playing a few bits, but I, I think it's better if you start because I've I've been talking for a while. Uh, what have I played? So, um, <sighs> let's think. What have I played? I mean, I have wrote some of these down, but mainly this is stuff that I've, I write down for every, last week, every like week for the last four or five, maybe. Um, I'm continuing to play Fortnite. Um, I'm finding. I don't know why, but I'm better on my own in playing in solos and with duos or whatever. Yeah. You frightened uh, me earlier because you posted Team Kev wins again, win yeah. number 11, and I thought you were basically saying that you and Kev had formed no. a team and been playing Fortnite together. No. And I was, my little heart just snapped in no. two, and then I realised that that's just the name of your one-man band. No, it's, what, it's the name of what Kev has named Team Kev and anyone in Team Kev who plays Fortnite. 
he, he claims the victory if 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 it's um, if if I get if I get a win on my own. So I guess that's all part and parcel of you come from his stable, so he's, yeah. he's got that kind of training fee, hasn't he? Uh, he's taking a cut, yeah. It's like Harry Redknapp. If you work if you play for him, pretty he gets ten percent. Pretty much, yeah. So I've done that. Like I say, I got another victory um, tonight, and I got another victory the last weekend after the show, some point over the weekend last weekend. So I got I'm up to eleven now, and like I say, I'm finding it a lot more difficult to play with people. Because I know some people that play it uh, online, not you, not like yourself and Kev or whatever, yeah. but someone who I play with on the Switch. Um, and you'd just, think it wouldn't matter, wouldn't you? You'd what think do you mean? You think? Well, you think it wouldn't make much of a difference? Like, I suppose if I was good at it, then playing together might help because I could build walls for you. And you well, could... the thing is, right, is when you when you kill someone in Fortnite and solo, you kill them outright. Where you kill them in like a team based game, you only down them, so then someone ah. else can pick them up. Right. So you've also so you're now worrying for like two two play like I was playing duos generally, so I'm playing two people against two people at a time, and I know I've got someone there with me, but I'm also like, I I he relies on me to be the the experience in this game now because I because I I got the gist of it. So I've now got my eyes on him and every other duo out there. So that makes sense. I makes remember it, playing. It, it, makes it makes it increasingly difficult because a lot of the time, like I say, I get my victories just from like picking people off that don't see me. Whereas when people, I, I, I found myself getting like cornered pretty easily and just picked off. Um, to the shame, really, because I want to get. I make a, a a victory, but it's just really I don't know. I find it increasingly difficult to play in in duos or in in big team like squads. Um, can can you arrange to play solo on the same, or is that too difficult to align on the same thing? I mean, it doesn't matter realistically because I'm gonna have to kill him at some point to get the victory. Well, that's what I mean. If you got down to the final two because you're working together. And- I mean, it's it's in- increasingly difficult to get onto the server to the same like game sort of thing. You imagine the amount of people playing this game, and then you've yeah. got to, like the odds of YouTube meeting in the same game is quite remote. I need to play it more. It's been it's interesting. My, like I know Anna said it's a, a twelve or whatever, but my kids are properly into it. I think it's not um, that bad. No, exactly. I, I feel like if they're ever going to play games, it's always going to involve shooting somebody and it, it sucks there's no there's no real like blood and gore or anything yeah, like that exactly. it's not like it seems more cartoony than anything else um what have i i have done this week is i've got i have completed well i say i've completed the battle pass i've got to the, the level 100 of the battle pass there is no more progress for me to go on other than level up my player itself the character itself and you'll well, get more. Give you more um, items and abilities. Yeah, yeah. So the battle pass is what you buy every season, and each season. I mean, this is the tenth week. It's the last week of season four this week, going into like next week starts season five, and each. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so the what happens is you get given a ch- each a set like ten challenges each week, like search chests in a certain area, kill certain people with a certain weapon. Uh, kill people in a certain area um, and some are just like just go to this location 
and then you unlock you you get stars for for doing the, each challenge, and you need ten stars to go up a, a level in the battle pass. And each battle pass you've got like um like V bucks or a skin for your character or a parachute or a pickaxe or a dance or whatever it is, and you just move up that way. Um, so I've been doing that for like since since it came out, and. I finally reached. It's the last week, and I've got to the the end of the battle pass sort of thing, which I'm chuffed about because last season, I, I think I got to seventies, maybe I didn't get it all. So I have got like the 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 whatever it is, like the legendary skin that you get for getting to the level hundred. And I kind of got there today, and I was like, I don't know what to do with myself now. Kind of, it's like I don't know what else I'm going to do with this now. <laughs> There's nothing else there for me, in the sense of. I can get the victories or what have you, but it doesn't go towards anything. Um, but then it all starts again next week. So there we go. We start again with a new battle pass next week. I mean, it, it'll cost, I think it costs eight or 17 pounds, I think, for a battle pass each time. You get like, you can buy the, the, the advanced battle pass and you get like a booster to boost your like first 25 levels, something like that. And that's probably worth doing that really in the grand scheme of things. Um, but yeah, I continue to kind of be addicted to that game on Switch, especially because, like I say, the the characters and the everything. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because there's more kids playing it or what have you. But you can get away with a lot more in that game today. The victory I got today, I I, I landed in Dusty Dusty Divot, yeah, <laughs> which is like a big hot zone. It's a hot zone for people. Um. And I killed two people, and and I, I won in the divot. I didn't move from the divot. I just circled the, just patrolled it constantly, looking around. I got two kills That's there. And then, Do you know what I mean? Get get well, built up there, and then move well, there is, there is there is a there is a building like te- server at the minute, like where you can just you can just spend time just building. There's no there's no killing in the game. You just, you get a server and you just get to build. Cool. So you, oh, get to, you get to practice that's your building. Something. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's on this week only, I think, before the for the next thing, next uh, season starts. I imagine it'll it'll drop then. Um, but yeah, I imagine that'll come back at some point. But I'm not really building in this game. I'm really not building that much. Whereas the PC version, it's all very much a building game. I suppose it's easier on a PC though to press. It is exactly exactly. Yeah. So if we play together. We would be cross-platform between Switch and Xbox. If we played with, I think I don't think you can play an Xbox between Xbox and PC either. So that's a shame. Thought you could, or is no, that no, 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 maybe not? It's weird. It's weird. It doesn't let you because I tried doing that, um, and you, you have to have a separate account. You can't link the account up. It's just a strange thing that they do, um, and you can't obviously do Xbox, PS4, but you could do. PS4 and PC, but you can't do PS4 to Switch because they're being weird about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like all sorts of different like variations of who can play with who, but there is cross-play in certain things. But you want to be playing. If we were playing cross plat, if I was playing cross-platform with Kev on the PC, I'd get annihilated because you you then become like cross. You go onto a cross-platform server where it's a mixture of like say Switch players and. PC players. I've seen the uh, Reddit post where somebody was playing on. I don't know if it was like a phone hooked up to a local yeah. kit, and they're on a PC one. And it's like, 
what you're trying to achieve there, mate. You know, like, I mean, actually, yeah. When when the PC one, when the phone one came out and it showed them, there's a guy literally just dancing in front of him, and this guy was like trying to like move around him. He's like ten, like a real delay on him, just trying to pick, just trying to kill him, but he just couldn't yeah. get anywhere near him. But he was like, he's like Neo from the Matrix, just dancing around him. Um, so yeah, Fortnite is just is my go-to game if I'm just bored of like, oh, I've got nothing on that I could think of that I want to do. And it's great, like especially on Switch, because like, I can play it in the night and like before I go to bed, I just put, pop the Switch on for a, half an hour. You give me a good uh, segue by saying the word bored. I can uh, yeah. I can follow up on my review of the uh, the release of the Crew Two last week. All right, okay, um, go on then. I tried to get back on it and and give it another crack, and I don't know. It's trying to build. I mean. <laughs> I know I covered this briefly last week, that it's trying to appeal to, I guess, a certain type of player who's into that thing. But it's constantly yeah. trying to build hype and build something out as cool and act like something's amazing and act like it's a big deal. And I'm just sat there kind of going, so what? Like, <laughs> oh, wow, I exceeded 3,000 Twitter followers. Great. At like, really? Um, you know, you've given me a free Red Bull sponsored buggy to race around in it and stuff like that. And I'm just like, why are you trying to be a bunch of like lame, cringy Americans about it? Like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of the sort of person I mean. I don't mean all Americans. I mean, like, yeah, 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 yeah. just shallow, basic, irritating, nothing important is going on in their lives. And that's what this whole game seems to be about people who have absolutely nothing going on they lead trivial lives and to fill the void in their lives they're racing cars that aren't theirs and uh, <laughs> racing boats and do you know what I mean? it's like oh and you know these people exist and it's probably quite fun but in reality they're probably just like kids with rich parents and they're like oh i'm not gonna get a real job i'm gonna go and be my own person i'm gonna race dirt bikes around in the desert because that's awesome it's like all right mate whatever but that's i i i put the game on and i just get frustrated because i just think what's the point i mean at least i don't know it sounds a bit silly but at least if you're playing an f1 game the 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 story i guess is that you're competing in formula one i don't know it's just it feels different it feels like um most sports games, I mean, I'm not saying, oh, you know, yeah, I don't want to play FIFA because what's the point? Football's rubbish. You know, I'm, I get that that's emulating football and I get that most of these things are emulating races. This just feels like it's specifically about people who don't want real jobs going out and bumbling around on on fancy vehicles and and not even being the best at it. They're just coming to dominate it and become, oh, I don't know, like, I, I'm, I'm, I, get, I get that I'm being really snarky about it and and overthinking what's basically a racing game but it's the it it wouldn't be a problem if they didn't massively focus on that and make and, and just force cutscenes. it's a racing game just let me go to the next race don't put a cutscene in where somebody's going whoa dude whoa yeah you, you, you smash that, that. you and they come out of all these late it, it sounded like i forget her name the lady who did uh e3 a few years back um, and just kept coming out with a, a, about the fact that she had a 
a girl erection and all of this and you're like what nobody talks like this none of this dialogue is real dialogue whoever wrote this is embarrassing you because you don't talk like this and you know it, that's how it feels whoever wrote the dialogue in this game just doesn't know how humans talk and <sighs> it feels like I don't know if they'd have just replaced all of the cutscenes with just a basic interface. Um, but even the interface they've used is a bit weird. You can walk yeah. around the um, the racing areas, but you're standing in front of someone and they just stare blankly at you. And you think, okay, I don't, I can't interact with you. So why are you there? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit odd. I don't know. It just feels like there's bits missing from the game and right. it's badly written. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still haven't really got to grips with the, the mechanics on it. I keep feeling like I need to crack on more, but equally I don't want to. It's one of those like difficult scenarios where I guess if I was reviewing, um, you know, if, you, if you'd have given me, say, Detroit, like to review, I wouldn't have been saying midway through, talking about it in any kind of negative way. I'd have been pushing through to finish it and give my honest opinion. Whereas finishing this just seems to involve repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again, whilst douchebags, tell me how cool i am uh, so i'm not going to do that <laughs> no <laughs> not up your street then no it, it seems a bit a bit kind of hollow from what i've read um, i don't know who it's aimed at because i just don't i just don't know it's aimed at i just this this is what the you for today like is it <laughs> i don't even think they do though i just no. i just don't imagine like a kid running out of his way to get it. I mean, you've, you've segued me again, actually, because I mentioned before about how everyone's obsessed with Fortnite, as we know, uh-huh. all the kids are playing it, you know, apparently in the news, kids are wetting themselves because they're so obsessed with it. But, and I mentioned last week, my son's obsessed with Roblox at the moment and how oh, yeah. I've been helping him out with it. And I've been loving how genius it is and how innocent mm-hmm. it is. But, um, Rob, uh, Rob Dermot, who, he's you've met Rob haven't you he's friends with Bouncy he we know him very well now um he messaged me and said are you aware you can get Roblox on the Xbox and then you can cross play with you know the Kindle and the oh, other wow. um I haven't cross played on it yet and I, but I do feel and I do feel like I made a bit of a, an epic mistake um because what I've done is I've downloaded it on my Xbox and handed my son the controller and just said I'm at it and now he knows he can game on a on a TV and he's a little bit blown away by the fact that the game that was on his Kindle is now on the Xbox yeah. and he can do it with a controller and it's all a bit easier to control yeah um now I must admit the first thing we clicked seemed a bit janky and broken um it was a dragon attack game where you were in like an arena for it's interesting actually it's basically i guess it is like Fortnite, except instead of other people attacking you it's dragons and you have to avoid the dragon attacks and the map gets smaller and smaller until you're on one cube and right attacking you um but we couldn't get into it for love nor money we were queuing in the lobby and then it would load up and then we seemed to instantly be watching other people play and i couldn't figure it out and we sat there and tried it for a while we spent probably more time trying to get stuff to work than we did actually playing stuff um once we did get in one it was basically like a minecraft style i mean i don't know how to get away with this it was basically minecraft except you started off with a bucket you could bucket sand 
and then you could sell the sand for very little money and then okay. you could kind of go down underground and there'd be treasure chests and you could collect more money from the treasure chest you could collect jewels and gems and all sorts and then the idea was you could obviously upgrade your digging equipment and go further and dig underground i don't I was saying it's like Minecraft. I don't know whether you could build stuff, and that's obviously the fundamental part of Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I get that, but it felt like the the mining part of Minecraft. So what is it called? Mine, I suppose. Um, but we were doing that for a bit, and he was really enjoying it because it was just like finding treasure chests. And that I don't think he really got what you could do with them. I think you could, in theory. Well, one thing I, it wasn't clear to me, and uh-huh. we saved it, so I'll find out over the weekend because um, we ended up getting kind of run out of time because the football was on, and we. Every time we've gone back to it, we've kind of been run out of time because of the football again. So um, I've never had a chance to properly explore it because if I try and take the controller, he says, stop snatching it from me and then carries on playing. So I'm kind of <laughs> letting him get on because I, I thought I'd rather nurture his gaming than to interfere and be a boring dad who wants to understand it. But I don't know whether you can save up the Roblox money and then go into another game and spend it in there because this right. seems like a great idea. If we can just sit there and mine through and get thousands and thousands of Roblox dollars oh, okay then we can go and do other stuff but what i kept finding in the dragon game was every time i've accidentally pressed x it said i needed to spend 350 roblox dollars to go back to game i think it seemed like it was saying if i spent those dollars i could have a continue but i hadn't we hadn't died so i right. felt like that's why it was janky because it was almost saying yeah you have to pay to go back into the game and i was thinking we haven't even yet so i didn't know whether that was just a bug or whether we whether we were just genuinely dying that instantly whether there was someone spawn killing us which again seems a bit broken if you have to spend in-game currency on on surviving but um that'd be interesting to find out i say it's all i'm early into this venture with him i'm thinking it'd be fun if i can get him on the kindle where he's used to playing it and me on the xbox and i can help him through some of the levels but he just seems to love doing the uh just he likes just going through the maze ones where you have to jump across stuff but yeah yeah um i want to play hide and seek with him it's funny because like you're gonna end up on on the kindle and he's gonna end up on the xbox (laughs) you're gonna end up on the on the small screen and he's gonna be hooked on playing on the on the (laughs) picture he can't play anymore on the tiny screen you've Open his eyes to a different get different game no that's it i mean i'm i'm excited thinking that he'll get used to the controls again um, I think he is too young to play Fortnite, so I won't get him in. But I will find other games for him to get involved in and, and start building him into it. Um, it's weird, actually, because when I was, like, I don't know, seven, maybe, seven or eight, I had a cousin who, who's like, I have a cousin who's, I don't know about, I don't know how much older than me he is. I can't even think now. He'd have probably been maybe eight or nine years older, but he used to have um, like a, a hacked SNES that had pretty much every game going. And then he had loads of SNES games in. He were like legit ones. So he used to bring them around. And I remember he introduced me to like Super Mario World, introduced me to all these other, all these games. But I remember being like seven or eight and him lending me Sim City and that becoming the game I became massively obsessed with as like an eight year old. And so I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if I can do the same to him, whether that's a blessing or a curse. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a geeky game to get obsessed with um, when i applied for secondary school my mum brought it up in the uh in the exam at one of the not the exam the interview at one of the schools i applied for which was mortifying because i felt like what a basic little what a silly thing to bring up but she told this headmaster of the school that my my favorite game was sim city and i just basically said something like you know only when you can destroy the city with disasters just to, just because i thought 
you do, mum. <laughs> I didn't go to that school anyway, more because I was mortified, I imagine. But um, I think she just thought I was a bit straight edge and weird because I really liked this city building accountancy type game. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it does make me wonder what on earth a five to well, five to ten year old would actually play other than the likes of Sonic and racing games. I mean, I, I wouldn't let him play games like Streets of Rage, which I did play growing up. Um, I don't see me getting that for him anytime soon. But um, yeah, it's interesting, actually. I, it'll be fun exploring it because I've not looked at littler games in years, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, this isn't so little, really, these days. I mean, kids games, sorry. Oh, but, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Roblox. Roblox is not a little. I, I thought, it's funny because I knew the kids were all obsessed with it. I didn't think when we spoke about it last week that I'd have Rob and people messaging me about it. Oh, yeah, it's massive. It's massive. I guess, yeah. I mean, I definitely knew it was massive. I didn't really, I mean, I'm starting to learn it's it's almost like Minecraft massive. Obviously not maybe financially, but. Is it free? Yeah. I mean, that that's a big, that's a big like incentive for what it's like. It's like, it's kind of like Minecraft. But free, it doesn't cost anything, and it's not just Minecraft. There are hundreds of other games in this game, sort of thing. Mm. It's a huge like incentive for people to play it. So I had a panic when he pressed a button and it asked us to spend the Roblox dollars because I thought it was asking him to update yeah. his balance from my balance. So that I was like, no, yeah. oh, but it doesn't look like it does, or somewhere it will, but not good. not immediately. Good, so good, that's good, good. I don't want him tricking him into spending loads of money because. I mean, I'll have to go through the settings and turn it off if the, if it can do that, but I don't think I've got it set up so it can. And if it does, it's connected to my wife's account anyway. So, uh-huh. <laughs> Nice. Uh, what else have I played? I've been playing the game of Steam sales. The game of Steam sales? <laughs> yeah. So, so the Steam sales been on last week. I think it's ended now by the time this all come out. Um... But yeah, I there was a big old Steam sale on summer sales type thing, as there always is, and there's very little for me to buy. But I did manage to pick up a few little bits off of my wish list. I managed to pick up uh, Republic, which seemed like a stealth-based kind of like sneaking game where you are. From what I remember, it was an originally. Um, I feel like it was originally maybe a Vita game, and it was moved on to like the consoles and what have you. And what you do is you you are operating like CCTV cameras. And you've got to orchestrate people. Uh, this this prisoner in this like this secret base type thing is you've got to orchestrate um, her get out sort of thing. So you've got to check. You've got to watch the camera and say right, go now, or you've got to say like, okay, I've jammed this door. Go through this way, sort of thing. From what I can gather, I've not played it yet. Uh, but I want to play it because it looks it like everyone's seen it. I put it on my wish list ages ago, and it's not. It's, I think it's like from 2015, so it's not brand new. But it seemed nifty. It seemed like a cool idea. And like I said, I'm not really going to play it on my Vita these days. So playing it on the PC seems like ideal. For three pound, it cost me something like that. It's not too shabby. You no, said about the not... Vita, right? Um, someone, I can't remember what company it was. Someone was giving away a Vita the other day. It's a major prize with a brand new game on it. And I I mean, it's, it's a good yeah. console, but I was just. Well, what new games have come out on the Vita recently? There's quite a lot of stuff still coming out. It's a lot of like, I was yeah, shocked. I... stuff, but there's there's, a, yeah. there's still a lot. Of, there's a huge library on the Vita. Surprise! I just touched in Vita 2018, and actually, it does go quite far yeah. along. Yeah, yeah, it's quite, quite, quite odd games in there. Um, I, 
keep thinking about flogging mine to put towards the, the switch fund, but um, and I, I, I never thought I'd get enough to warrant it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've I've not, I mean, I've I've not played it in a while, but I've never thought of getting rid of it just because I've got to that age where I'm not getting flogging old consoles as much anymore. Like, I, I you know, I buy a console and then I replace, I'd replace that with the new one and trade the old one in. And that's how that's how it worked when I was younger. So they're eighty quid on Amazon, so it's probably again not really worth. They're eighty quid on Amazon. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty decent for considering there's a rate, a reasonable back catalogue on there. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's probably something again where I could I could probably load that up with some small games and definitely. Here you go, Bosco. Have a crack at that. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy Seven. You know, I was just thinking that it'd be good to (laughs) give it to Lamp up and say, "Here's Final Fantasy Seven. Have a crack on that." Um. I'm I'm now tempted to take that with me on my flight and just play eighteen hours of Final Fantasy VII. Well, I mean, you could do. You got you got a big old back catalogue there of PlayStation One games and umpteen like small, pretty amazing games in that library. So I mean, don't see why not. It's a shame they didn't make more of the. Excuse me, yawning there. Sorry, um, more of the older games free on it because that would have been an interesting one. Mm, mm. Charging a few quid just seems. Pointless. I suppose they've got to pay for the servers. That's fair enough. But yeah, yeah. If I could have just yeah, rinsed through ancient games on there, it might have just got me more in the habit. And just don't know where that will lead, do you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, right. What else have I played? Uh, what else I picked up on a Steam sale was a game, a little game called Lefis Path of Progress. You won't have heard of this, will you? No, I, I haven't. You haven't it, like, it sounds like it's a, some sort of left-leaning political. No, it thriller. is. It is a it is a city building game, and it is adorable. There you go, path to progress. The left are building a, an adorable utopia. It's 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 a really cool little game. It's not a huge game, but it's a it's a nice city building game. It's like it looks. It could well be hand drawn, little little artwork. Actually, the artwork is what drew me to the game. I saw someone playing it. I was like, oh, what is that? And then. I put it on my wish list immediately. I was like, yeah, I've got to play this. Um, I mean, not even play. I've played like probably an hour, maybe not even that. And I'll, I've done three tutorials. That is it. Just learning how to, how the generalistics of the game works. And you, you, I've got like a, a mayor who I do, who I, who I like report to and she wants these things doing. And you know what you've got to deal with the demands of the people, but then you've also got to demand like deal with what she wants as well to, for the town. So I mean, it up and it does look, yeah, it does it's, look, it's a really yeah, nice it's looking great. game. It's it's, um, it's amazingly like say the artwork is just stunning. It does it's look just hand drawn like you say. It's, it's um, a nice little game. It's a nice game. It's a nice soundtrack. Um, and like I say, all I've done is just basically do the, do the free tutorials. There's, there's loads of tutorials in it. So I've learned like how to build like houses, how to upgrade the houses, and the houses are upgraded through the satisfaction level of the people. So it's like akin to something like SimCity or what have you, where you you know you. It's like a like, mix of SimCity and um, and Civilization, really, because like the leveling up of the buildings and stuff. Mm, mm, yeah, and meeting demands. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you, you. I've learned how to build houses. I've learned how to build like wells, and you wells have people. Wells have workers associated to them automatically, and they they take a route around the, around your things. So you've got to plan you plan like the route that they're going to take. And you can put stoppers on the roads to stop them from wandering off because these people just wander. Now it sounds like a theme park. 
So you've got to like put you put like little roadblocks in front of like a certain end. So you go, okay, I want you to go up here, circle around here, and back again. So you've got to block that road off there so he doesn't go wandering off down that way and down to the river. No, come, don't let him go that way. So you see, so, you, so this so this workers going around delivering water to all these houses and that upgrades them. And then they they want food, so you go and put some fields in. But you can't do anything with the fields without uh, without somewhere to store it. So you then got to buy like a like storage, like a warehouse to keep keep the food. And then the food is then distributed to a shop where they can go and buy the stuff. And then it gets to a certain level where you like. Yesterday, the third third um, tutorial was like saying, "This this this uh, this village is um, haunted by ghosts." I was like, "What? <laughs> what?" You need, cool. an, you need an exorcist. <laughs> so I've got so I've got an exorcist tent now. So this guy it seems like he's a bit of a con man to me. So he turns up with his big long long jacket on, top hat, and little little like wind up mustache, and he wanders around dispersing ghosts. And you're like, really? <laughs> this is a, this is this guy not a con man, but he's doing his job, so I don't care. Hearing um, you say you manage where the people go, um, I feel like there's a feature forming here, another tale from my, my dark past playing okay. these sorts of games. Um, I'm, I can't help but manipulate that when you have to when you can basically force the the AI where to go. I used mm. to build arrows on my my theme park maps. I'd say, right, when people enter the park, they have to go left. They have to go forward. And yeah. forward would be the arcade where I'd be charging 20 quid a go on the yeah. arcade. Everyone who entered the park would be filtered into that. And they don't, every time they entered the exit, they'd be forced back into the entrance and they'd just loop through that. And they wouldn't always spend money. But after like every five loops, they'd spend money and basically had <laughs> trapped maybe a hundred people in that loop, watch them nice. all, all their money away, then release them and send them straight out the exit of the park home. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next bus would arrive and I'd just have that on a loop and just fill the coffers of the park until I'd built a decent park. Um, wow. So I'd be doing that in my city. I'd just be sending everyone to work on a constant loop until they were exhausted or something. Well, this is the thing. There's, there's, there's not in this game, there's not really anything to do with like, You've got to deal with workers. Right? You put the fields down. The fields. But it really like, is lefty, isn't it? No work. No, I didn't like you do. Someone there's workers, there's workers there, but you're dealing with like the the how the people in your town like want to be there, sort of thing. So that you don't have to assign workers. Everything you put down, everything is auto assigned workers. So you don't have to go. Okay, I need to drag you guys from there and put you into the field. I need to put you into the wash house. Everything is just assigned to things, and it's how people like living in your town sort of thing so they feel like the facilities of like having a wash house a shop a maintenance team which look after looks after the houses and make sure that the houses don't just go to disrepair there's a theater i think on the on the tutorial i did yesterday so that including increases like the, the the house level like the rating of the house so i think i had to get to like house rating six um but then also they went they want they, 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 they've got enough money though these people they want they want booze and I was like, okay, you want some booze? Okay, so you can go, you can go to the fields and do your like make booze and whatever. Whatever you're doing it with wheat and whatever it is, is it wheat? Barley? No. I don't. Anyway, there's also there's also a way to get some like absinthe as well, which is like there's like some weird way of getting absinthe instead of because sometimes the land isn't fertile enough for you to grow the the barley or whatever it is for for alcohol. 
So it's like, well, there's, it's, 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 it's insane the amount of stuff in this game. Like, it's just, like I say, and there's a bit of crazy in it as well, like I say, with exorcists and people making absinthe and stuff like that. It's just, but it, like I say, it's doing it all with like a nice little cutesy look to it and a nice soundtrack. So it's not really, it's no, not it's really not. Like stressing me out like a lot of these city builders. I build so far in most city builders, like City Scan or something. And I get to a point where I've run out of money and I I can't do anything. I'm like sort of paralysed with, I can't build anything to get myself out of this trouble. And I can't, I, I my money's just going down now and I can't get, you know, dig myself out of it because I don't have the money to do anything with it. And that tends to happen a lot with me in these games. I, I build too ambitiously. I build massive road facilities. I build, <laughs> I'm, I'm too architecturally involved. Like, okay, all the roads are like going, the, the the factories are over there. They're miles out of the way, so you're not getting the pollution. The houses are all the way over here, and you zigzag them all around. Well, it says this is a Victorian crosses. steampunk game, so yes, maybe you yes. don't worry about the uh, the pollution and living near it because they don't know anything no. about pollution yet. You Probably not. Get it seems one. like they're all happy about it. It seems like they're all just getting on with it, but they don't like living like and the, the people like to live don't live like to live don't like to live in the field you know, with the farm farmlands and what have you. So you've got to set the farmlands a bit further away. Probably because like just don't want pigs eating their food and stuff. Probably, probably. So, yeah, I've played that. Um, I'll probably finish the tutorials over the weekend, I imagine, because it's just, just been a nice and relaxing game to play, and I'll probably get into the game and realise I'm really bad at that, just playing the game in general. Tutorials have just been going easy on me. Um, we'll find out. What else have I done? Um... There are PlayStation sales on at the minute. Oh no! So, I didn't say that. Yeah, I bought. I've got. I managed to get Skyrim VR for fifteen quid uh, earlier in the week. I've not played it yet because it's been too hot to boot up the VR headset and start swinging swords around or whatever. It's been too hot for that. But I have got it, and I will probably try to have it played for next week. I'll probably try and play it over the weekend. Um, yeah, I thought fifteen quid. It's not bad, really. It's like normally 50 quid on the store so I thought bargain I'll get it uh, what I've bought today as well I've also bought Battlefront 2 that's on sale at the minute I don't know if it's Why over the weekend or because I like Star Wars <laughs> isn't it like frowned upon though no no it's it's fine now sheepdog to be oh, fair right, okay. I'm not the game sure. is fine everyone, everyone made a fuss about the loot box nonsense and what have you and that was wrong but they took everything out of, it, out of the Battlefront and everything is free now in the game <laughs> You you get items through progress in the game. You don't all the DLC is free from what I can gather. So you don't wow, pay okay. for pretty much anything. I think it almost they're, feels they're, like everyone should be going this nuts about every game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it I mean, most things have gone free like this. I mean, all the, the new Battlefield Five stuff. You, you don't there isn't really a season pass for the for the Battlefield Five. Everything's in in one package, I think, if I remember rightly. And they do that they do that sort of thing because they want. They don't want to like segment the their audience sort of thing to like going, Okay, this many people only have the core game, this many people have this this DLC pack, this many people have all the DLC packs. So you, you you set you segment in how many people can play certain matches in the game sort of thing. You get what I mean? Mm. So it's like they want the, the 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 whole audience to be able to play the games and whatever, so you're not like having to struggle to find games because there's only a certain number of people you know what I mean? You can't play this this map because 
you don't have the DLC. Well, I used to hate that. That used to get me on Battlefield. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got mixed up. Um, we'd all be in a group, and then suddenly it would roll to the one that I hadn't bought, and my choice would be join in for, yeah, for I don't know, price. 15 quid or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Or pay 30 quid so that I never had the problem again. Or oh, just say, you know what, I've already spent 30 quid on the game, I'll see you later. And I used to yeah. stop where I'll see you later because I didn't have a choice. And I used to wind me up because... Yeah, well, I mean, this this isn't... You don't get that, no. I don't... Um, I, I mean, I've said this before, I don't really get the word sometimes for stuff like that, being happy to just do it. I, I guess it's not bank-breaking, but it just... I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel, I'm glad to hear that people made such a fuss that they they got it overturned. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, so I've pl- I've probably played. I've only played for about half an hour. You know, you know. I guess how big the actual file was to download Star Wars Battlefront. It's got to be like stupidly high gigs. Ninety. That's quite heavy. Ninety gigabytes. Um, pretty much from like four o'clock to about an hour before we started. Before we started like recording. <laughs> When you said when you messaged me saying I'll be ready in about I'm just uploading a video, I went I better play some Battlefront before. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. so we played played about half an hour to forty five minutes of Battlefront, and it seems that it's, it's, I lo- I like the Battlefront game the first one, um, and I had that on PC. We got a review copy for that, I think, didn't we? I feel like I did. Yeah, so I feel like we did. Yeah, I feel like we did, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but I can't play it on PC anymore. Origin crashes constantly. For, for whatever reason, Origin just crashes and just kicks me out of the game. So Origin crashes, then it doesn't recognise as a gameplay. It goes, hang on a minute, where's my sort of like setup sort of thing? Where's my my game network sort of thing? And it, it closes the game as well. So I, I've, since playing, um, I feel like it was something like, it might have been for the last Battlefield One when I started. When I got that, it's that's when it started happening. But it's, I've since uninstalled pretty much every game on Origin. And it still does it. It just crashes all the time. That's really weird. Have you not? Yeah. Tried getting onto like their help desk or something. I can't be bothered. Yeah. They'll be like, just uninstall it. I'll just do a fresh install of Windows. No, no, thank you. you I'm know just what? Like, play your game. You say that. And just as a bit of a tangent, um. Because I'm the sort of person who will get on a help desk or whatever. I got on to EA earlier to ask them about, um, you know, I said, I've said this before. I went on to EA about my phone going abroad yeah. and got it sorted. And they basically gave me from 10 gig to 25 gig for free to use yes. in America. Um, I rang them just to say that my wife's account is only on five gig. Is there anything we can do to get that to like 10 or whatever? And they put that to 20 gig for an extra quid. I was just wow. like, this is insane. If anyone's on EE, give them a ring. It's well worth it. Um, I couldn't believe it, but I think it is sometimes worthwhile ringing just because, like, you never know. They might just go, yeah, I'm really it, sorry, it is. this is broken. We'll Very fix it. You know, cause if you say to them, this has been a problem for however many months it's been, I haven't been able to play games, they might just go, do you know what? We're sorry. Here's a, you know, 50 quid to spend on another game through Origin. Technically, they're just giving you a game that they didn't have to pay for anyway. And, you're suddenly laughing. Um, it might be worth it. You know, it's hassle, but you get your problem fixed, and you just never know. And it might be a chance to talk about how awesome they've been. Oh yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I always find ringing up gets you more results than than you know speaking through someone on like live chat or an email. Mm. Um, you know, if you physically speak to someone, like I say, when I spoke to someone about my mouse last week, where I said to him, 
and he can we just cut out the middleman and you reform made a difference and he kind of went oh, i can't really do that but what i'll do it i'll do it anyway I'll, I'll do a workaround for you because i see what you mean i mean i don't think i could have explained that over over a text chat to someone mm, yeah so so yeah it, 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 it does You're benefit saying, actually people. i've been uh having text chats with niantic the people who make pokemon go because right. so and I'm not going to go on a massive Pokemon Go thing. If you want to hear all that stuff, I've got a, I've got a vlog where I talk about that um, from time to time. Um, but long story short, they have this system where you can get a an invitation to do a raid where Mewtwo is the, the Pokemon that you're fighting and then catching. And the world has figured out how to make that happen. You basically have to find a gym in a park. You have to raid at that gym enough times as a group that, right. everyone, you know, if you hit trigger the amount, I think it's like 50 raids in a week, um, then they send out passes to a select people in that group. So we've always had a park near me with a gym at. That's the one Kev normally mocks me at. Right. But that's why I'm raiding there because it's the only X-raid gym, as it's called. But we recently got a new one near Kev's house, funnily enough, so there'll probably be even more vlogs of him uh, laughing at me standing in a field but anyway so we were kept raiding at it and Niantic sent out passes now last week they did it for midday on like Wednesday it was something like 2 30 p.m and I emailed him going what the hell like I'm at work my son's at school most of the world is at work or school why would you invite everyone to this raid at 2 30 on a weekday yeah and I got this automated response back saying we're sorry for the inconvenience it's all done by an automatic machine and we can't change it sorry yeah. and I was like but look you just sent out 20 invites and I've spoken to like 15 of those people and 15 of them can't make it you need to figure something out and they just ignored me and then this week after again because we thought well we missed last week's one at the gym near my house mm-hmm. we'll go to the one near kev's house and we'll, we'll raid that exclusively and they've sent the invites out and it's for one o'clock on friday next week and i can't even get home in like my lunch break to do that and again no one can make it um i mean i'm, I'm moaning but actually i gave someone my phone and they did the raid for me really? um, they did wow. the raid for about 10 people <laughs> it was a bit ridiculous i say phone oh. my login but um right. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But this time it's like, I don't really want to have to keep giving someone my password once every bloody week to try and get this sorted. Um, but I'm trying to complain to them and all I'm getting is these copy and pasted responses. But it's quite funny because the person who copy and pastes the responses must have got confused or mixed up. And they sent me this email that said like, hi, sheepdog. Sorry about the the mix up. I appreciate that you've complained about this and we've explained to you that it's all automated and, you know, we appreciate your feedback that maybe we should automate it to not do stupid things. But then mid sentence, it just switches to, but also we've got a new feature coming. Like it's something like the new feature out comes out on Monday, blah, blah, blah. You can get this. The trade function currently works. And I was, I, I wrote back to him going, I didn't ask about any of those things. You've just pasted the wrong section. And now it just reads like a gibberish email from an AI where it's just mid sentence, like rabbiting yeah. on about their new friend feature. Yeah, and then it just rounds off like, we're sorry you find our emails condescending. <laughs> Cause I'd moaned about that somewhere in the email that every time I emailed them quite a uh, succinct and to the point email they come back with a really condescending ramble uh, and i get it it's probably someone on minimum wage sat in the a, a hot office just copy and pasting standard responses but i feel like uh i need a phone number for that so i can just ring them up and say look mate come on just reprogram the machine it's not that hard it's just weird extend it all this it's just it, yeah 
I get it's too much hassle though because it's not that big of a deal and I'm, it's a free game so I'm not actually going to go out of my way for it and I get all that but it's been fun just trying to just trying to convince them to stop inviting me to do stuff at, at midday on a weekday hmm it's going to tick me off big time when they invite me to do a raid in Florida I've gone home oh really yeah that's yeah. going to be a big one because that's happened my mate got an invitation to do one in Edinburgh and he lives in London it's like no. Yeah, the system doesn't work very well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you fancy driving up two hundred miles from you two, definitely almost worth it. So, uh, should we move on to TV stuff? Have you not got anything else? Uh, yeah, no, I've, that's everything I played. Um, I watched all of season one of Big Mouth. Have we spoken about that before? I can't remember. Uh, remind me. I don't think so. But go it's, on. Um, it's a cartoon about weirdly drawn children, um, like teenagers who... It's on Netflix. Just, yeah, they're just hitting puberty. Um, right. I don't know whether it's called Big Mouth because they all have weird mouths or whether it's a, a big mouth. Um, but basically, it's about, like, I guess they're 13. So two thirteen, three thirteen-year-old boys and a couple of thirteen-year-old girls, um, just basically discovering hormones, and they all have like a hormone monster that follows them around. I thought it was Will Arnett for the first like three or four episodes voicing the hormone mm-hmm. monster, but it sounds like it's just. I, I looked it up, and it's just a guy doing a Will Arnett impression, um, but he's quite funny, and it's basically. Just, I mean, adults will definitely look at it and laugh because it reminds you of just all the stupid things you went through when you you hit puberty. And yeah, yeah. I guess young people probably like it because they're going through that. They can emphasize with it, but um, it's it's relatively funny. It's a bit crass. Um, that that I, I think if it was if it was less crass, it probably wouldn't work. But it also would have been better in some ways. And all the jokes amazing. The person who recommended it to me is way more into dick jokes and sex jokes and and that sort of thing it's i you know would never have watched it with my wife i just because i didn't think she'd find it particularly funny it seemed a bit childish for her but it had some good moments that's a bit so i just thought yeah i'm glad i watched it for that bit that was funny that sort of thing yeah um, yeah it's really it's really hard to say whether i'd recommend it because it's like i watched tons of shows where i'm like that's 100 percent one to watch that's definitely one that you should watch this one i'm kind of like i don't know if you like knob gags then watch it if you don't steer clear um that's the yeah. sort of thing to like i wouldn't uh, i i think rick and morty is amazing but i just don't know i don't necessarily know the certain people yeah you know and i couldn't say go and watch yeah. rick and morty because people come out and go what the hell is this nonsense like you told kev to go watch rick and morty you just wouldn't get it i was gonna say i'd recommend rick and morty to end then you're right kev would appreciate it um, I don't know what I'd think with that actually because it's always sunny in Philadelphia for it was decent. Um, I keep I want him to watch the league because I think he'd find it interesting. Um, again, that's got some knob jokes in it and stuff like that, but it's so about... the key is uh, she, oh, you've got to get Anna to watch it. <laughs> you get Anna, Anna wouldn't want to watch the league because it's no. about American football fantasy league. Um, it's obsessively about, it's, it's just a group of people who live and breathe their fantasy football league. Um, yeah. I really, I keep saying to my friend who works for Sky, they have to do a UK version of this. I'm almost at a point now where I'm going to write it just because I want them to make it, but I'd get sued pretty quick because it's just such an obvious connection. Um, that show's worth watching because if you like American football, because 
they have cameos from American footballers constantly through it. As the show gets bigger, the first year it's like a bunch of people in their house obsessing over their football league. But as it gets kind of signed as a show and it's big and season two, they're suddenly having cameos from the players. They're, they have their, uh, what's it called, where you pick your team's um, draft. They do their draft at a stadium where they're training with the, the American footballers and you have to win to get like the first pick and all this sort of stuff. And by like season seven, they're at the actual Super Bowl draft or wherever it's called. Not the Super Bowl draft, that's two different things. The the real draft for the real they're there sorting their teams out and influencing the draft in the program sort of thing because they're saying, oh, no, you pick him because I'm going to pick him. And, you know, it's it, that blew up really well and you sort of thought they could do that in England and just have someone like at Man United trying to influence who they sign in the transfer window because they want to sign them in their league or whatever you know it, it would translate nicely but hmm. again we got a bit of a tangent there but I think Kev would like that whereas again yeah. my wife did not like it she didn't think it was very good because it was it was kind of yeah, yeah see, sort of see, sex gag and that sort of thing if it's not wrestling you, 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 you're fighting a losing battle with Kev by the sense of things you, or, or you've got, or you get Anna to watch something, and then you've 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 kind of after battle won there because Kev might be watching it in the background like he does with his um, whatever. It, I, I, um, she probably already watches it, but I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine with with my wife, and we're both really enjoying that. Um, yeah. I said before, I feel a bit like I shot myself in the foot because I knew she'd like it, so we were watching it together. But I had binged watched like I don't know eighteen episodes before I invited her to watch it with me, and then we've crawled through another twenty in the past sort of two weeks, and. I'm thinking, like, I prefer watching it with her because it's great to watch it together, but I'd probably have finished all four seasons by now if I was watching it on my own because I'd have watched it, like, back to back to back to back to back like an obsessed robot. Um, so it's, it's good because I guess I'm savouring it, but it needs it means I need another show to watch instead of Big Mouth now because I've, I'd binge-watched One Punch Man and I'd binge-watched all these other programmes. Is yeah. it really a binge when there are only, like, eight episodes? It's not really a binge, is it? I mean, it's, it's, it's more than a bit. It's more than, like, a single episode at a time like you do on terrestrial television or anything, you know what I mean? Like a, a regular mm-hmm. TV programme on a week-to-week basis, like your Game of Thrones. Well, I didn't whatnot. watch them in, like, one night. I watched them in, like, two maybe three nights well yeah that's more, that's more than like you you do with walking dead and you're watching eight weeks at a time you know i mean the comics to walking dead i read all like 120 mm. editions of the walking dead in uh, like a weekend and a half um my eyes were pretty square after that but yeah i binge read that uh that's why that's why when things are awesome when you're into something that you you know every wow. single that's that's great that's that's why i need something new to watch but well we'll come back to that in comic books later on <laughs> Go on. I've, I've been binging on stuff on, later on so i'll get to that um speaking of comic books turning to tv programs did you see the preachers back i did but it's only back in america isn't it it's not no, like on, it's on amazon, amazon. It's on oh amazon. is it oh yeah. poop yeah the first two episodes are on to, um, I might let a few more mount up and then watch it. It's um, have you seen the trailer for it? I haven't. No, it's um, it's, it's 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 getting pl- it's going places now. So it starts off in in Jesse's grandmother's house. That's where he goes back there to to rescue. Ah, that's, is that, oh right, I was going to say I thought you meant like historically back because no, 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 it goes it goes because at the end of season two, supposed spoilers for a year old season now. Um, Tulip is killed at the end of the season, and he takes her to 
his grandmother's because his grandmother can bring her back. Yeah, I remember. Yes. So that's where it starts off there. So you imagine that that arc in the in the comic book is brilliant, where he is at his grandmother's house, and he goes back. So uh, this um, is it. I keep forgetting. Is it Col- not Cody? Who's the who's the big guy? I can never remember his name now. It's, it might be Cody or something like that. But there's a big fella, and he looks just like the. I, I had a vision of the guy in the comic book. This big, brutish-looking fella, hard as nails, and like a proper like, like grim-looking face. And this guy does that. He has a proper grim look to him. Um. So yeah, it starts off there, and the trailer just like shows it. Like the stuff that's gonna gonna happen. So they are, they are, there's like he's gonna be the the old father arc is gonna be in this season as well. Hmm. Cool, Do you remember okay. that one? I think so. And Humperdoo. <laughs> so God, there's so much to that show um, yeah. and that yeah. comic. I, I mean, it's worth people reading it before they watch it again. Definitely, it's it's just such a great story. I hope the show lives up to it when it's done and dusted. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I, like I say, I, I'm kind of like I've enjoyed the program for what it is, but compared to the to the to the comic book, it's 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 not a patch on it. And mm-hmm. like I said, every single season I've said this, like it's just not the same. It's just not the same. It, it made me more angry that I was I was watching it, and it was just wasn't what I wanted out of it. And I imagine it probably will be the same here because they've they've got a probably like cut things out of it to to fit the program better and you know work out like certain things to to make it more and appeal like, to people i suppose yeah exactly that's the thing, yeah because i mean the, the, the whole thing in if i remember rightly the whole the whole stuff about langleville at jesse's grandmother's house i don't think i don't think um what is the vampire called? No, flipping heck. Mine's going blank yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cassidy. Cassidy, yeah. So Cassidy's it, 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 along for the ride with this one. And I don't think Cassidy's at... No, he kind of gone on a tangent. Yeah, he, he disappeared. Um, so, I mean, they're the condensing that to keep him in the series sort of thing. Because there's, there's whole massive arcs in the comic book where he's just off on his own and he's just, like, reminiscent of stories of old, isn't there? There's massive arcs of, like, Cassidy's backstory. It's Where funny because it? I've not read a comic like that in um, real. I suppose Saga, uh, Wicked and Divine, I'm reading almost, well, practically in real time now. I've caught up. Yeah. But I can't imagine reading Preacher in real time and Cassidy not being there for a year. Chunks of time, yeah. 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 And then, then, then there are, there'd be in chunks of time where there is only Cassidy and you are talking, you're going through, there's pretty much a book that is just Cassidy. <laughs> Yeah, that's the story, months, stories of Cassidy. Yeah, it's insane, isn't it? Really, you're like going, Christ. "Where's the story that was in the previous book? I want to know where that was." Jesse and Tulip. But then you're I suppose like, there is, you know, because Saga's like, it's oh, not yeah. always monthly, is it? But I'll be, you, you could go two, three months where it's only. I mean, I'm pretty sure Hazel wasn't in. Oh no, Hazel's parents weren't in it for what two, three months, were they? Oh, yeah, there's a whole story arc of Prince Robert and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. where you so. So, yeah, so uh, it is. It is on Amazon. It's on there now, um, and so far I'm enjoying it and looking forward to where they go with it because, like I say, it's, it's kind of just at the minute just setting it up sort of thing. So 
it's just like setting the groundwork of like the yeah. whole grandmother arc and then the whole arc with Star and the old father and Humperdoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of promise in this season. Hopefully they get they don't like diverge from it too much and make it a bit of that's a problem because it, the previous seasons they kind of just like say they didn't stick to the material and it's like I say trying to appease to it more people I suppose but I wonder if Humperdoo's going to cause a mass uproar. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. It's probably going to be much watered down to what what it is, and it? it'll probably be over and done within an episode because it's, it's the Humperdoo thing in the book in the book isn't a massive kind of no, thing. It's going to dealt with pretty quick. The old the the old father is a bigger bigger deal in in the books, um, and even he's dealt with pretty quick. But it's it's just watch the trailer because there there is a shot of the old father and you're like oh god they're doing the old father and they're doing it properly. <laughs> so watch the trailer if you've not if you've not watched it yet because it's really good. Um, cool. That's about it for for TV programs I've watched. Yeah, I mean, not I'm watched. intrigued to find what you've been binge reading. To be honest, I'm not, I mean, okay, so we can move on to to comic books then, I suppose. Yeah, we've, we've done. We've got it. We've made over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, not because I want to wrap up. No, 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 no. I was just, I was just concerned. We were, we were based on what I had, and not knowing what you had, I was concerned that we weren't even going to reach an hour this week. But we have done it. We've done it. There you go. Um, so <laughs> I have finished Milk Wars. Cool. And was it worth while? Did you know? I looked at it a bit more after we spoke. Uh, after we, I don't think you'd week. get it. I really don't think you'd get it. Too dense. You need, you need you need to have the back knowledge of the the young animal sort of crowd. Yeah. It, otherwise, you just, the, there's just these people that are weird and wacky characters that you wouldn't get the the, the whole gist no, of. I, I think you're right. I read a little bit about um, the back bits, and I just thought it's a big old rabbit hole to go down. It feels like the first area, the idea is they go. Oh, look at this great story! But you need to yeah. go and read all the old bits. Falls. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's if you'd been reading, if you'd been keeping up to date with it all, sheepdog, you wouldn't be that bad. Exactly, That's it's only it. my I own mean, fault for not yeah. already spending hundreds it, of pounds yeah. on it. Oh yeah, I mean, I didn't know for certain the whole ins and outs of it. It's only because I've read the volume ones of these these individual char- you know story these characters and stories that I, I don't have a full full detail of how they got to where they are to this book. <laughs> But at least I have an, a, a, a base knowledge. So I can go, okay, that's the Doom Patrol. That's Shade the Changing Girl. That's Cave Carson. That's the um, the one from Batman that I can never remember the name of. Mother Panic. Um, it's frustrating because they're bringing out all these new um, heroes now, aren't they? And you can doing a big event in like a year and a half and going, yeah, well, you need to know about all these other, you know, I don't blame them. I guess are these, these are the ones that, that that seem to be like Marvel based. Yeah, like, right. Uh, yeah, like the Spider Man. Midas fan. Yeah, I mean that that that's different again though to this because this is like this is DC Young Animals like their indie section where they just let them do what they want sort of thing, and that's why they've they've got well, this. Sort of isn't thing. it like the Runaways and stuff like that though? Isn't it? Um, isn't it? I don't know about the Runaways. I think the Runaways is more even more mainstream than than than, than Young Animal. Uh, I might be wrong, but it, it seems like this is just like... I feel like it feels that way because Marvel are I probably mean, better at making their niche indie ones more mainstream. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this book, finish, finishing it. Um, 
I found out like the whole story of it was like Retcon, this big conglomerate company, this evil company, was literally selling like people that realities to to like God overlord kind of people. And this retcon was like say they they gave them this milk and it brainwashed them so you'd have Father Bruce, who was Batman, and then uh Wonder Wife and the Milkman Man. Now I found out that Milkman Man isn't Superman. No, right. He is. But he because he can't be he can't be like manipulated like the others can because he's Kryptonian. So they they cloned him. Oh, right. Okay. So so he's Superman a clone again. of Superman. So he he was solely created to to be Milkman Man. So he is he's he can't be he isn't turned by the end of the well he's only turned at the end of the book sort of thing. Each start of each chapter when. Father Bruce inter- in- introduced and uh, wonder Does why. Does he go on to be in the world's fastest milkman who delivers cow's milk? And... Um, no, well, by the end of it, sort of retcons destroyed and and the it's like just like wiped and everyone's kind of confused as to what's gone on. They kind of they've got an inkling that something's gone on. A bit like um, I feel like you've literally just derailed it for anyone who wanted to read it. To be honest, although we know what would happen, I don't understand. I don't quite get. There's a, it's a, the thing is, right, you can't, you, you, there's spoilers in the thing, but it's, it's also the journey you go on to get to there. I oh, know, of course. You don't read a superhero book wondering whether they're going to succeed at the end. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, the ending seems like, I, I can't, I, I think that is it. I don't think there's any more, I think it's a one-off sort of series. But it's, it's, it's like I say, I enjoyed it because it was different and it was, I mean, it had all the, it was like a big old time from like all the, the young animal characters series sort of all merged together and put into like the, the proper DC universe with your, your Batmans and your Wonder Womans and your Supermans. And it's great. I thought it was a really good book. It, I mean, I like I say, I, I don't recommend it to people who don't, don't know the characters because like I say, if you'd have picked it up, you'd like, I don't think you'd have got it. You'd have been like, who the hell is this, this robot fella? Why is this, why is there a talking bus? Um, mm. I don't. Why is this this like white like white knight looking character uh, in Gotham? I don't understand what's going on, sort of thing. So it's it's good though. Like I say, I enjoyed it. And if, if you're reading the the DC Young Animal stuff, then I probably I probably imagine you've already read this. <laughs> um, but the thing that I've read. And it's a span of like less than two days that I've read completely. Is uh, volume one of Black Magic. Now, have you read this, Sheepdog? I have not. No. I hate to say it, but Kev recommended this. Uh-huh. And Kev, Kev, if Kev listens to this, he won't read listen this far in anyway, which is fine. So he will never hear the fact that I'm telling. He's, saying, to be fair, he's recommended most of the stuff. To he he knows his stuff about yeah. comic books. Kev. Yeah, he does. And he, he, this book is amazing. It was really good. Um, so it's it's about um, a police officer called Rowan Black, um, and she's part. She is a police officer in like the police force. Uh, I think it's it's Portsmouth. I don't know where Portsmouth is in America, uh, but it's there anyway. Set there, south of the UK, mate. No, well, no, that it's not. It's American, but yes, I get what you mean. Um, but she is also part of like a a witch coven, witch's coven type thing. Um, and the first issue, I'm only going to talk about the first issue realistically. 
uh, so I'm not really spoiling it too much. The you you start off with them this this like witch's circle chanting sort of thing, and you you see there's like this this like weird noise going on in the background sort of thing, and then it comes to realize it's her phone that's that's ringing, and she's got a case to go and deal with. While this, everyone's really annoyed at her because she disrupted the circle, <laughs> and um, she's got to go and deal with this this uh, Kate this hostage case going on, and then you find that this hostage case, she the the the, um, the guy who's taken everyone hostage just wants her, and you're like, mm, what's going on here? Then you don't know what's what's going on, so she agrees like, yeah, go on then, sure. If for all the hostages, you can have you can come and I'll talk to you. So they go with that. And um, she goes in, and then he kind of goes, "I know you are. I know, I know, I know you are. And and you're a witch, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn you, burn you down. And you notice that the entire place is is caked in kerosene, and he's got a lighter. He's ready to light her on fire. And she puts a spell. She like kind of like either does something to him, or she she like reverses it, and he just sort of lights himself up. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I was gonna say, like you know, she's a witch. She's gonna magic it out somewhere. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't know whether she does because it's all talk about later on of like this guy had some sort of he he was he had something that it made it do it to him sort of thing. It was like um some sort of incantation on him that like was a setup, making him like do someone else. Well, it's some sort of bigger organization. It wasn't this. This guy seemed like from what I can gather from this story is so far is that this guy was like. He was. He wasn't anyone in particular. He wasn't. He was. Put, he was like a pawn in the game, sort of thing of like doing, it, getting, getting to her, sort of thing. Um, but it's really good. It's really good. She. The artwork is stunning. Absolutely, probably some of the best artwork I've seen. Unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. I, really... I, I'm dubious as to whether it'd be better artwork than Divine. Than what? Sorry. Wicked and Divine. Um. Yes. Hmm. Dubious. Uh, honest to God, it's like it, it's like it's all in black and white as well. So it's it's like kind of watching. It's it's like looking at like um like ultra realistic like, pictures. It's like ultra realistic pictures. Like I've like just brought it up on my laptop while you're talking, and I can see the cut. Co- is it like the cover art? If that makes sense. Actually, to be fair, I can see a sneak preview. Yeah, you see what you mean. It does look very, it's very. It's like yeah. it's like it's not like a cartoony kind of drawing. It's very realistic. It's like I'm artwork. more of a moth in that I get really drawn to the bright, bright colours in Wicked and Yeah, and I really like the the green lantern oh, yeah. looks because they're always ridiculously colourful. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. But no, I can definitely appreciate. That's a bit like what's the film? Blumenek. Oh, I can't believe I've forgotten the name of it. Sin City, no. Yeah, of course, Sin City. Yeah, a little bit, a um, little bit. But Obviously, it hasn't got the red blood and that sort of thing, but it's that. No, I mean, there, there is there is some colour in it, uh, but not much. Like I said, only the odd colour when it's like the, I think it's a spell that's put on, and then there's like it's like blue blue lights up the entire like page, sort of thing. Um, but I, I started this yesterday and finished it this afternoon uh, when I got in from work, and I I I read like on my dinner break. I read the first dish for no. Sorry, I'm just going past. Um, mm. I read the second issue, I think, at work at dinner time today, and by the end of reading that, I'd already ordered the next one. It's coming tomorrow. Is there only two? 
Yeah, at the minute it's only two. This is Greg Rucker who did who worked on Wonder Woman, I think Kev said, for Rebirth. So he took a year off from this. So he's a, only Kev got it at, when we were at Comic Con. Um volume two kept so volume two had only just come out. Um and Kev said it was that good and that's what taught me into getting it. I was like, Yeah, go on then I'll get it then. I'll get season uh, book one because it's been on my wish list for ages but I never got round to it. But yeah, so so good. And like I say, I imagine I'll probably have read that volume two by the end of the weekend and be on to something else next week. Awesome. Because it's, it's so good. It's so so good. It's cool. It's such a cool book. But that is it. That is that is a lot for me really. Reading yeah, two no, books in a week. Definitely. I mean I'll just add me. Just had me that one. Just really did. And oh. I, I can recommend it. I mean, Kev's probably recommended it umpteen times and not paid attention to him. Um, I, the reason why I don't jump into Kev's is all my regulars kind of update. So then I go on my, my iPad and I'm like, oh, the new Giant Days is out. I'll read that. And then when I finish it, I'm like, oh, a while I'm here, I might as well read Saga. Oh, while I'm here, I might as well oh. go and read Superman. And yeah. I go off and I'm like, and by the time I'm done, I'm like, damn, I should really read something new. And so this, this section's a bit up and down for me because I I don't want to constantly say, oh, I read Batman, oh, I read Superman, oh, I read this. You know what I mean? I have to kind of hold it in unless they're amazing weeks, I guess. But um, I've yeah. not read this week's Wicked and Divine, which is why I keep referencing it because I remembered it's there and I need to read it. I mean, I'm on I'm on volume, so I'm I'm, behind, I'm only on the... the Whatever, whatever, whatever the the last volume was. So I'm behind yeah. anyway. I'm on the volume form. So I don't but know speak, what number they're ending on, but I feel like it's wrapping. It's twice. the end of this year, isn't it? Kev said there's only this year that's left, what and it's only like to... is it one volume and a special left or something like that? I think Kev said or something like that. Maybe I can't remember exactly, but like I said Kev's in the know of it. This stuff we we're not. Um, I'm sure we could find out. <laughs> well, we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I mean, that's something else that I did do over the weekend. I bought, there was a sale on for, I think it was on Comicsology because I'm, I'm slowly getting back into Comicsology instead of buying online, like buying physical again. And I think I spent another 20 quid on books last weekend on like, I think I bought three more volumes of Deadly Class and... Another volume of um, Black Science, I think. And so I think did I mention that I, I spent a load of money last time on on load of books because they were on sale. Did. Yeah, I, I've kept away. Our local place did a five pound graphic novel special. Oh with, yeah, and just pick up everything they had for a fiver. But well, I just thought, no, I better not. I was planning it would be all supportive, and I just thought, no. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I, I like to go to the comic books, comic book stores, but. I, I'm just, I feel I'm just running out of room and Comixology are doing a lot of good sales at the minute. I mean, like I say, I bought like, I think I bought like six books maybe at, at three quid each of my life. It cost me like 20 quid. And it was insane that like, uh, you know, if I'd have bought them physically books, they'd be like 15 quid a piece. So, I mean, I'd spent like best part of 100 quid rather than 20 quid that I spent. It's, it's like you can't beat that really, and like I said, I'm coming round to the idea of of digital again. The only problem is now though is that I've got to go back to read the original volume ones that I've started reading and not gone back to you know to buy volume twos. So now I've got to go back and read 
I've got to start Descent. I've got to read the first two volumes of Descender again before I can read the next four volumes which I've got on digital. And then I've got to do the same with Black Science. I've got the first, I've read the first two volumes and I've got another three volumes of that to read. And now I've got another, and same with um, Deadly Class. I've read the first two volumes of that and I have to go back to that to catch up and read the next three. It's insane. I've got loads of reading to do. You have to sit in bed with a light on and do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And he, I, I find it difficult to do that in bed. I find it difficult. I find myself just drawn to just end up watching YouTube in bed. Um, but yeah, I need to read more books. Actually, every not. phase is I do need to read more. But yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, I should just let you wrap it up. Good sheet, Doug. You've come to a like. perfect natural end. Um, well, like you say, though, that is their lot. Uh, thanks very much for listening, folks. Um, you know the usual places you can find us at MGUK Podcast, at RB6K. Uh, I'm at Pab1986. And you know that Kev's at Lelujo and Anna's at Miss Lelujo. As I said at the, the front of the episode, don't tweet them about their sort of, you know, sad times. Um, do it on their YouTube channel. Um, I think that's everything. I can't think of anything else I need to say. We don't have a website. Covered that. I failed it. Got um, Facebook. We do um, have a Facebook. A Facebook that seems to get more subscribers and fo- well, I can't speak subscribers and followers than than anything. It seems to just constantly have people joining it. I get little alerts on my phone. And what, um, what is that sheet like? First, just for um, I don't believe. No, let me have a quick the look on my Gamer phone. Podcast on Facebook. Probably, I'm pretty sure that. if you typed in the Mature Gamer Podcast, it's MGP it's Games, Movies, TV, and Comics. There you go. Um, do you know what's really bizarre? Okay. The Stephen Media page, the Geek Culture Radio page, and the Best Thing Front page also gain new followers semi-regularly. Oh. Um, Facebook is a bizarre little place. But, yeah, there's 540 people in the Facebook group, and the last person who joined nice. it was on Wednesday, a John Rivet. Um there was a Jamie Summers, uh, Christine Betts, and Andrew Clinton. There you go, share us at the end of the end of the podcast. <laughs> there you go. Just, this is for all the listeners who listen right at the end. That's you get it. Together. The end of the show, people. Z Max or Z Max Magar, Danny Kent, David Fitzgeraldson, Haley Hankins. Right, I'm not going to go on because that goes back to 2017. After that, Haley Hankins right, was this year. That was January, to be fair. So it's not as regular cool. as I thought. Shout out to all the all the new yeah. followers on Facebook. <laughs> Let's start people talking on there. That'd be great. Um, yeah. I forgot I was going to say it was important. It wasn't important. I'm just going to feel, go to uh, uh, Sheepdog Says on YouTube because that's my place and yeah. I want to get more followers. Um, you got anything to plug, Bab? Um, no. Go to, what is it now? Lelouchio.fm for all Kev's stuff. It's all on there. I think his main vlog's Kevin Chapman now, but uh, <laughs> oh, no, but if he, his website is Lelugio.fm will take him to his to his chat to his main page, and you can get it to through his stuff from there, can't he you? He doesn't think? need he doesn't need us p- pitching him. No, he doesn't. But I haven't got anything got to plug, so I'll do it for him. <laughs> All right. Well, that's your lot. Anyway, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks for listening, folks. <laughs>